Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. One day, like, we were, we were talking in, the, uh, in, in his car. We were, like, driving back from skipping class. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> and um, I had a troubled childhood. And he asked me, he was like, can, can I, like, ask you something without anybody else around? You don't have to, like, tell anybody ever. I was like, sure. And he's like, why are you Christian? Like, why are you Catholic? Of all the things, like, why, why Catholicism? I think at first I asked him, like, if you had to be a religion, what would you be? And he, like, laughed at me. And he was like, why are you Christian? Like, let me let me ask you this. Like, why are you Christian? And I was like, I, I, I kind of distilled it down to like, if the incarnation, death and resurrection of Jesus Christ happened, then the entire world is different. Like, th- it's the only thing that matters. If it's true, then it's the only thing that matters. And I was able to get him to agree to that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, if it happened, then it's all different. And so now all he has to do is find someone to prove that it happened. <laughs> Welcome to The Crunch, the only podcast that eats without the crumbs. It's your boy, Ethan. You miss, it's it's leaving well, any crumbs. The only podcast that leaves crumbs. I'm Ethan. And I'm baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick and I were just on Urban Dictionary right before the show started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, we, we were we trying to... to find out, we're trying to find out what the Gen Alpha is saying. So if you don't know, there's a phrase called he ate and left no crumbs. A lot of people are familiar with he ate, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. if someone if if someone does like maybe a cool dance and in no other contexts, people will say he ate that, right? He really ate though. He really or ate. Or when someone goes on a rant on Twitter like me, uh-huh. he goes, well, he really ate. Yeah. Which is, it's interesting because people, it's very food themed because someone is either cooking or eating, you know, like hold up, let him cook. Oh, but he ate, you he's know, cooking, he's eating, he's yeah. packing, he's reheating. <laughs> he's Carl Keating. He's Carl Keating. <laughs> it's like a guy that I know that's nobody would know Carl Keating except for me. That's kind of funny. Carl Keating is a, is a, there's a, who am I thinking of? Carl Keating you thinking is a theologian. Of? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, you're talking about the theologian. You just you don't you <laughs> know fam- you just know a the guy. Famous theologian Carl Keating. I would like to welcome everybody to the Crunch Catholic Podcast. This is a podcast. Carl me Keating and my is friend. the Catholic apologist and author who founded Catholic Answers. He he, uh, when you when you keep and you leave no crumbs. <laughs> Do you know Carl Keating? Yeah, we're pals. We ch- you we, should we, know the. I he was in my top eight. On MySpace. <laughs> here's the thing. This is the Crunch Catholic Podcast. Shh. Yeah, this is sorry. the Crunch Catholic Podcast. And this is a podcast where me and my friend Patrick talk every day for the last seven years about Catholicism. And you're here now and you're listening to us. And today we're gonna to talk about evangelization and what all. And I want you to listen to it now, please. And Thanks. thank you. We're trying to get better at getting to the point early. I a know, lot of, a people, lot of people, people listen complain. to the podcast. A lot yeah. of people listen to the podcast for our, our boyish charm and stunning good looks. Yes. Respectively. And <laughs> but some people listen for the content. And so that's what yeah. we're talking about today. We're that's talking, what we're talking about, about evangelization. Today. Skip to minute twenty five if that's what you want to hear. I don't know. Something. We could put know. chapters in be. there, but no. I don't know. I don't know what no. I have a job. Chapter. Right. And so do you. People who listen to a podcast are not flipping through the chapters and like clicking in their podcast app to make sure that nah, they man. No, I don't think that's happening because people are driving, they're cooking, they're eating, and they're cleaning, and they're doing all kinds of stuff, and they don't oh, have yeah. time to use their thumbs to to select. A, at least for me, I don't know about you, but no, I I I don't. I it is. I think our podcast is an entertainment podcast. I think Bold. it's it's that first and foremost. I don't yeah. think it's an informative podcast. I was listening to an informative podcast about like email marketing or whatever. Oh I'm gosh. A nerd. I know, wow. and I, I like Google. I was like searching <laughs> like email marketing. What 
Patrick regularly does stuff that I would rather institutionalize myself before doing willingly. Like I would well, rather I, go I would, like... to the to the place with the white walled rooms and say, please sign me up, <laughs> take me away before take I listen away. to a podcast about email about marketing. Email marketing. <laughs> I would that's why I have you. Because you listen to I, them and yeah, you report exactly. on them to me. Yeah. You're the um What am I? What value do I provide to this operation? Tell me, please. Because I'm not sure what it is. You keep me from talking about email marketing on the podcast. All right, <laughs> I you do. Keep, yeah, you yeah. you make sure that I say the email that I'm looking up email marketing so that I'm a nerd. But you 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 keep me from making this an email marketing podcast. Yeah. or or whatever thing I'm interested in. So I was sure. I I was searching email marketing for beginners. Okay? <laughs> okay. Yeah. And so I found a podcast that's just about email marketing. Now, if you were a podcaster and you were yeah. making an episode, mm-hmm. a called email marketing for beginners would you begin that podcast with a bunch of inside jokes that only your listeners would know your listeners who are primarily people who are not beginners at email marketing this feels like a trick question to me no it's just i i it was 15 minutes and i was like when are you guys going to get to the email marketing oh, so he i was understand doing... your frustration oh i see i thought they you were, were like, saying they... that like if we were a good podcast we would not do any jokes and we would get right to it but you're saying they're a bad podcast and they did a whole yeah, bunch of jokes because because you, they're, uh... they're they're like this is an informative podcast but it was very personal right. it seemed to me like it was personality right. driven yeah. at the beginning even though they were the episode not the pot not the show itself the episode was about like four beginners. And so people that are searching for beginners are going to be beginners and they're therefore not going to have ever listened to your podcast before. It'd be like if you listen to Father Mike So this is apologetics for advanced crunch listeners. Yeah. That's, yeah, sorry. It'd be like if you listen to Bible in a year and you click on it, it's like, oh, Exodus 13. I'm so excited to hear about the breastplate and the ephod. And and at the first five minutes is Father Mike talking about like the huge dump he took that morning. And you're like, what is happening? This is What's not supposed on? to be. I clicked on it to hear about Moses and uh, I'm hearing about something else that's been parted, you know, yeah. and that's no fun. <laughs> A different sea of sorts. Different sea of sorts. Ew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if you're if you're here, if you're here to just learn, this is not the podcast for you. If no. you're here to learn and laugh, to goof and gaff. Then you're in the. You're right big point. on the rhyming today. That's the second time you've you've concocted a Dr. Seuss esque. I was hanging out with my son, and when I hang out with yeah. my son, I sing little songs. Like I gave him a monkey hug, which is when you go up and down. Uh huh. And we, it turns your frown upside down. We have a big feud in our house right now surrounding the foot book. Is this? Are you familiar <laughs> with the foot book? I am familiar with the foot book. Okay, so there's a there's a page the like this. There's a page in the foot book that my wife and I read differently. And it's it's become a source of major tension in the marriage, because yeah. it's it's um, it's wet foot, dry foot, low foot, high foot. But the problem is, is that Emma reads the book. It's t- she reads the page top to bottom, and so she'll go left foot, right foot, or no, wet foot, dry foot, high foot, low foot. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense with the rhyming scheme of the rest of the book. You yeah. should rhyme. The, the the dry and high on the second and high yeah it, you know not on the not back it's it should be a b a b not a b b a and but she has a problem because it's it the way that it's positioned on the page would indicate but it's like it's still left right so now anytime we open a book she's like how should i read this page because like it's obviously <laughs> it's obviously different and it's like my interpretation is wrong in these other books but it's right in the foot book and so now it's like we can't read any book with being like how should we read this should we read it left to right or top down and it's it's all my son's fault for wanting to read the foot book 15 that times in a so day that is so funny yeah i love I, that i, I got clowned. Like, that's the kind of that's yeah. the kind of pettiness that right. belongs in marriage. It's 100%, like yeah. Emma ate and left no crumbs. Truly. As they say. Truly. Yeah. Well, what can you say? I'm not, I'm not really sure. Um, I'm not sure. I... <laughs> We're done introducing the show, I guess. Yeah. Um, Ethan. What else is going on? We, we have been discussing... You mm. and I have been discussing oh. evangelization a We've been lot. Disgusting. That's these for sure. past oh, just <laughs> stinky. 
uh, these past couple of weeks. Do you yeah. want to tell the people why? If you follow us on Instagram, mm. you already are aware, maybe, if you yeah. watch every single one of our posts religiously. But yeah. some people don't do that. Some people don't. So they don't follow us on Instagram because they think social yeah. media is bad. Well, there's 30,000 followers on our Instagram, and only 12,000 saw the reels. So like, that's a whole percent of our... <laughs> I, I'm not good at doing math live on the uh, podcast. This man that's a whole percentage of our population that hasn't... So, so Right. I'll tell them. I'll tell them what's tell going on. Tell so the here's people, tell the so you guys, for those of you that have been listening to the show for a long time, you know that we both have ministry experience. We love the podcast. We we are desiring to grow the podcast to be something that we can bring our unique brand of goofing and gaffing to the rest of the world. And in that pursuit, we decided, you know what, we have something of value that we can provide because we've been talking about the Catholic faith for a long time. Like since, I mean, we were both defending Catholicism in high school at the lunch table, you know, that was, which is funny because we didn't know each other back then, but we were walking similar paths, except I was, we were were both yelling at our atheist friends in 2014, 2013. It's been over a decade for me of being really annoying about apologetics. Yeah. I mean, a decade ago (laughs) I was graduating high school. So this is. So it's like 13 years now that I've like really cared about apologetics. Oh yeah. Which is kind of nuts when you think it's about it. It's half of my life. Yeah. Yeah. For, yeah. for pretty much half yeah. of my life, I've at this point I've been like invested and interested <laughs> and engaged in knowing and defending the Catholic faith, which is crazy. For half for, for for my entire life I've either been defending apologetics or pooping uh-huh. myself. Uh-huh. I pooped myself for a very long time. Up until middle school there, Chief? Up until the end of middle school, yeah. Yeah, that was... I mean, I had that sometimes where you, like, you get stuck in the hallway, and you're trying to make it. And you're and you're waddling, you know? And you're, just, and you're waddling. You're going. And you're, and you're waddling, but there's a pretty girl You got a cork way. in it. The cork's coming out. The cork is falling out fast, and you can't... You don't have any room for your Algebra 2 textbook in your backpack. So you got to like carry it and that's like adding stress on your body because you're 95 pounds, you know, textbooks, 15 pounds. You're like, and you're just lugging around. You got a pencil case for some (laughs) reason. You have a box of pencils in seventh grade for some reason that you're carrying around. You're trying to make it to one. They won't let you go to the locker in between classes. You get bullied in the bathroom. There's graffiti on the walls and, 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 and the dances next week and you're pooping yourself. And it's just really not <laughs> yeah. not a good time. And so it's either that or you get really into Catholicism. And so for both of us, we chose the better path. The better path. Otherwise, who knows where we would be? Out on the street somewhere. I'd still be pooping myself at Ronald McNair Middle School. It's a very poop-heavy episode, which is not what I was intending at the beginning of Mm-mm. it. It's just on the Sorry. brain, I guess. You change enough diapers and your whole world becomes poop. So, <laughs> yeah. so we like, we've done a lot on this show. We've, we've been very... We've tried a lot of different things over the years. And I think, I mean, we're at a place now where we feel very confident and comfortable in uh, telling people about the Catholic faith from like a experience and knowledge perspective. You know, like for a long mm-hmm. time, I was of the opinion that you and I were not the best at it. You know, like, oh, there's people that are smarter than us that have been doing it for longer than us. But you said something that was really interesting to me a couple of weeks ago that changed a whole, the whole landscape of what we're doing. And oh yeah. It's that like, yeah. And it's that there's people out there who have never heard of, who have never heard any of this before. Like there's new people that haven't heard all of the stuff that we've heard, haven't heard all of the arguments that we've heard and they might not necessarily receive it from Jimmy Akin or from Trent Horn or from Fulton Sheen or whoever it is. They're probably more likely posed to hear it from someone like us. From someone who knows what it means to be baby girl. Sure. Yeah. You, we, you learned that word probably 30 minutes ago. And I don't I like did. how often you're using someone, it. Someone who knows what it means to be <laughs> goaded with the sauce. Uh-huh. Two quirked up you know? white boys who can who can accurately explain the depths of 2,000 <laughs> years of Christian church. <laughs> I said quirked up. I did not say corked up. But it would be funny. <laughs> Yeah, we are kind of 
So what we did was it's like it's we, like in Looney Tunes when like Daffy Duck sticks a cork up Bugs Bunny's butt and then he like puts a firecracker in his mouth. It's like and then he just explodes. Like that's us right now. <laughs> I feel like they used to do that a lot back in the old cartoons. They used to, there was they a used lot of re- they used to go hard. They there was a lot of cork action. We, we had a we had a I, I may have said this on the podcast before, but it was buried yeah. in God knows how long episodes. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. we my family was on this huge kick of like crime dramas, and in a crime drama, when someone pulls a gun, it's like a big reveal. It's like oh, dramatic, yeah. and like right. it was psych. So people didn't pull guns very often. So you're like, oh wow, uh-huh. this is one of those episodes. And right. we like switched to Looney Tunes for some reason, and Bugs <laughs> is like chasing Yosemite Sam, and he just pulls a gun, like a huge like, gun exactly out. like that. That's the camera. We were just like, "Oh my gosh, what's gonna happen to Bugs Bunny?" Dude, it- <laughs> looking back, it's like actually so funny when they would just get into a, a shouting match, and one of them would just pull out a gun and shoot the other one. Like and they I'd just say- get kind of black and simmering, you know. <laughs> That's why it's so funny. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, wow. There's there's some really you forget how much Looney Tunes has an impact on you, you know, when you're growing up. Oh yeah, until you get your hit sense with a giant humor. mallet. Yeah. Anyway, I yeah. forget what I was saying. So, Patrick, so, we, so I'm, all this lead in, so what did we do? So that's like where so we're at. We made we made a toolkit. So a lot of the crunch is based around having conversations about the faith and something Ugh. that keeps people from having conversations about the faith is that their friends aren't Catholic. Yeah. And so we wanted to help you guys change that by making it easier for you to defend the faith with your friends. This and so we like created something thing. called Yeah. We created something called the Convince Your Friends Toolkit. It's based oh. around a series of nine arguments that are like a basic framework that is it's we didn't come up with it i didn't come up with it i read it in a book when i was doing my master's degree we came it's up it's a series of nine logical arguments that you know if true if you if someone agrees with all of the propositions there's no reason why they shouldn't be catholic now it's not it's not like we've proved with reason that jesus christ is god you can't prove it with reason but what you can prove for example you can prove that god exists and that a human being has a soul and that the human soul is immortal, but you can't prove that Jesus Christ is God. What you can prove is that the New Testament is historically reliable. And in the New Testament, Jesus Christ performed miracles. And in the New Testament, that he, de- he declared himself to be God. And so, oh, excuse me. I should not be drinking Whoa. fizzy drinks on the podcast. And in addition um, to your shrimp fried rice debacle, you're kind of a mess. You're like a, I can see your stomach right now on the camera. You look like a witch's brew in there. You look like a, you look like a bubbling cauldron that a, a child is about to be cooked in. <laughs> yeah. That's what <laughs> she like look like. That's yeah. what I look anyway. like to you. I forget so we made saying. this toolkit, and yeah. we wanted to make it so good that people would pay for it, and people have been paying for it. Oh, actually. they've been people, paying for it, bro. People, people have been – so the response to this has been so great. Like People have been spe- sending us like $10, $30 in response oh. for – the number went up again. Refreshing it like a slot machine. I just, I really all day. I've just been clicking refresh to see. It's so up. nice though because like yeah. we feel like we've made something extremely valuable that people would pay yeah, for. People actually take want. that money and make it and put it into the next thing, right? Right. Um, and so people have been paying for this. So it already about about how many people have downloaded it so far? Like a hundred. Uh, near. I mean, f- almost four hundred people at this point. Almost four hundred people have downloaded it, yeah. and they've all paid about you know. I've all paid varying amounts, but we're we're giving it away for free. So you can have it for free. You can pay for it if you want, but we're giving it away for free. You can go to thecrunchcast.com slash toolkit, and it'll take you to a page where you can put in your email and you'll have access to it, and then you can pay for it if you want. Um, it's zero, and it says, I want this, name a fair price, and you can put in like anywhere from a dollar to a hundred or a million. Who cares? Or a thousand. Um, a billion. But all of the money, basically what Ethan and I decided that we're going to do is that because we're getting so much of people saying, hey, yeah, we want you to do more of this, um, we're going to take that money and we're going to put it into building something deeper. So we're going to go deeper yes. with the Convince Your Friends Toolkit, some kind of some kind of course, some kind of thing mm-hmm. that goes deeper into the nine arguments and how to have those conversations with your friends. And if you want to hear more about that, if you're like, oh, that sounds cool, make sure you're in the Discord. Yeah. Crunch, bit.ly slash crunch discord. 
because that's where we're going to talk about it. That's where we're going to announce it first. That's our community. Mm-hmm. That's where we put everything. So if you want to get the toolkit, go to the crunchcast.com slash toolkit. If you already got your toolkit and you've loved it already, go to bit.ly slash crunchdiscord. Thanks so much. We love you guys. <laughs> this is exciting because for me, I don't know how you feel, but I like like the thing that was really that I really loved about being a focused missionary was the fact that every day I got to wake up and my job was teaching people how to teach their friends what it means to be Catholic every day, Super, yeah. oh, you yeah. know? And, and a lot of that was like me going and doing it myself. So I would take students mm-hmm. with me and I would go up to strangers or I would have conversations with people who aren't Catholic. And I'd just be like, it's come so with crazy me. that you used to do that. Come, I know. Right. That's come with wild. me and sit next to imagine? me. What do you mean? What do you mean? Can I imagine walking up to strangers and being like, what do you think about God? Well, you don't start there. Nah. Unless it's like, unless you're feeling particularly angsty that day. Like some days you just like, man, I don't want to freaking do this. Like, I don't want to go. I don't want to bother these people. Like I have, yeah. I'm stressed or I'm hungry or I'm whatever. So some days you just go and be like, do you, are you, do you believe in hell? You, like you just would be <laughs> <laughs> some days. And some days those were the worst conversations and some days they were the best, but usually we would start because usually people were with the phone and so a really easy thing was like you'd walk up to him and say, "Hey, what are you what are you doing on your phone?" And they'd be and they'd be like, "Oh, I I, I don't know, nothing." And it'd be like, "No, I can see you're doing something. What are you doing?" And they'd be like, <laughs> "Oh, I'm watching a video." And be like, "Cool. What are you watching?" And they'd be like, "Oh, it's this guy who builds computers." "Oh, cool. Have you built a computer?" And then you have a conversation with him or her about that thing. Yeah. And and eventually you say, "Hey, we're with the Catholic Center and uh, we have Bible study at this time." or there's mass tonight or whatever the thing there's dinner tonight, you know, whatever the thing was that you were inviting them to. You say, do you want to come? And most of the time they'd say no, but then you'd say, okay, well, is there something like, can I get your number? Like I'd love to hang out sometime. And then usually they'd give you their phone number. There was only like maybe one or two times that I can remember where someone was like completely like just walked away in the middle of a conversation, like mad, you know, that I was like a Christian (laughs) talking to him, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But um, but that was like my job every day was getting to know people and teaching students like this is how you have conversations about God that are like normal. And it's it's not it isn't really like the hey, do you believe in God? It's just like, hey, what's that video that you're watching? Who are you like? What what are you working on right now? You know, mm-hmm. where did you did, where did you get that skateboard? Like there was this guy that we met that he was always he was <laughs> he was like this tall, lanky guy and like super quiet. And every time we would see him, we would talk to him and he was always like one word answer guy. Like he wouldn't really give us very much, but he would talk to us every single time we saw him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Oh, I think he likes talking to us, man. Like, I don't think he's, I don't think he's afraid of us. I don't think he hates us. I think he's just like a, a quiet guy. We found out that he like plays in a band at like a local bar some nights. And like, we went to go watch him play and he was like, Hey, it's cool. That's you so guys cool. are here, you know? Yeah. And I don't know, like, if he ever stayed connected with the Catholic center or not after I left, but like mm-hmm. forever in this guy's life, he's like, yeah, I met Catholic missionaries and then they came to my show. Yeah, man. I, you know, yeah, when I was, when I was a youth minister, I showed up to a, when I showed up to kids sporting events, they were like, well, it's what? so cool that you're here. Yeah. Like, why are you here? No one shows yes. up. My mom comes to these things, you know? Right. I would it go means to so much. Yeah. Like I would, this is easier, but like I led a Bible study with the soccer team. I would go to their games and like yeah. their practices. And I I tried to be at as many of them as I can. When I started dating Emma, I couldn't go to as many because it was out of town or whatever, or like I never really got to travel with them. But as many games as I could, I would go. And sometimes I would be the only guy there, you know, like mm. from the Catholic center. Like I was just, I would ask other students to come and I would just be like sitting there alone. <laughs> I didn't know anybody else. <laughs> and so I would just be like, yeah. woohoo, you go guys. Yeah. And, uh, it's just that ball. I know. So I'm excited about taking this new direction with like what we're doing and the stuff that we're making for people. Cause I think that there's a, a, especially now after COVID when young people that are like coming into college or coming out of college after all of that have been robbed of a lot of like normal communication experiences who are maybe converting to Christianity or converting to Catholicism because of what they're seeing online. You've seen this. We've all seen this where people will, (laughs) they'll like just launch straight into like their 
you know, sacramental Thomas Aquinas, whatever thing, or like they're, mm-hmm. they start talking about their sexual sins and you're like, ah, Hey, stop, stop. It's, I, have you seen the football game this weekend? Are you going to watch the big game? Oh, you yeah. know, like you get like teaching people how to start there and then turn it into a spiritual conversation, which leads to like mm-hmm. people asking questions is like something that no one knows how to do, you know? And I don't which feel like why, it's like, taught very well anywhere. It's helpful to just like, I, I loved the, when I learned about the nine step framework, mm-hmm. I loved it because it stripped away all of the BS reasons yeah. that people give for yeah. not being Catholic. Cause at the end right. of the day, right? Like, there are a lot of people who are Catholic, even though they don't necessarily agree with XYZ teaching or XYZ mm-hmm. uh, sexual abuse scandal or XYZ. Um, you know, they're they're Christian, even though they don't quite understand this part of the Bible or whatever. Right. But it's like, how come God is so mean at the beginning? Yeah, exactly. And and, and so like there there are people who are Christian despite that, but the the basic fact is that someone is not religious at the end of the day, because they don't believe that God exists, that they have a soul or that it matters that they're going, that their soul is immortal, right? They don't believe those things. Someone is mm-hmm. not a Christian because they don't believe Jesus is God. Someone is not a Catholic because they don't believe that Jesus Christ established the Catholic church. And so like, those are the three things. And it's like, <clears throat> if you know the basic arguments for those three things, mm-hmm. you have a sure footing for yourself. Cause a lot of evangelization discussions with this is a mind game. Like, my brother texting me when he lived with four guys who were all Protestants. They all like clowned on him. It's four against one. Mm-hmm. It's not fair, right? They all clown on but him. But Nick is very oh, strong and powerful. Nick is a and very so if, strong. If anybody could do it, face right it's now. him. Put him on the screen. Anybody come can... on, come on, Nick. Come on out. Okay, now we're good. Now that's we got a guy. Guess it's Nick Nevy. Yeah, I record yeah. the podcast in my brother Nick's childhood bedroom. By the way, that's the. That's the joke. We're all trying to get um, him to build it into a studio, but he keeps refusing. And every week, it's it's I still keep, in his bedroom. And it gets it gets even funnier every week. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of The Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um, and so he would like text me like hey what don't why 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 does ephesians 2 say this but we say that it's not faith alone right and it's like all of these the the protestant arguments are the most common uh i guess because there's more protestants than are really anything else there's either catholic or you're protestant or you're a, a non-religious or you're person nothing. or you're something else you know it's like right lutheran or whatever um that was another type of protestant but yeah those are the four things you can be in America. That's how it splits. 25, 25, 25. And so like the Protestant arguments, people get, get into, get into like tizzies about like, well, worshiping Mary, faith and loan, scripture alone, all this stuff. But if Jesus Christ established the Catholic church mm-hmm. and the Catholic church says this thing really doesn't matter what you think about Mary right. or what you think about indulgences it's or true. what you think about the Pope. And actually all of that doesn't matter. And so like, having those conversations and getting someone to agree with that of like, you know, okay. So like if we can both agree that Jesus Christ established the Catholic church, then can we agree that actually it doesn't matter what we think about faith or we think about works, but he didn't. Okay, fine. That's fine. If you think that, but like, if he did then, you know, Mm -hmm. but then it becomes the breakfast question, right? Like, 
Yeah. <laughs> it's also it's also difficult too because there are some people that concede that Jesus Christ founded the Catholic Church, but the Catholic Church as it exists today is not the Catholic Church that was yes. founded. You know, so that's yeah, so like, like so it's that's where true, the, but it's also like it doesn't get you a hundred percent of the way there. Yeah, that's why the that's why the framework is important to know, but it's yeah. why we need to go deeper because we can't yes. the toolkit yes. helps, but you can't like it's a start. It's place. not a hundred percent. It's like one step closer. I guess yeah. I one thing I I have had experience in my life. No, watching someone that I've developed a relationship with your wife end up. Sorry, so I was just guessing where this was going to go, and I was wrong. I think. Oh no, you're wrong. Okay, I've experienced in my life starting starting like a, a relationship with someone who, and by that I mean like friendship. Oh, okay. where they start out not catholic and they end up catholic uh-huh have you have you had these experiences in your life um yeah i have most people i don't think most people most catholics have i don't know many right. catholics it's, who know like mine is andrew they... jordan <laughs> oh yeah Andrew Business Jordan, who has sponsored this podcast a long time ago and is still a very good supporter. I knew many, him many when of we our were like. Have experienced this. I knew Andrew when Andrew Jordan was like five. We knew each other, and then like we got in trouble in English class together. And then years later, after I start the podcast in college, he's like, "Hey, by the way, I'm going through RCIA," and I'm like, "What?" And and now he's like in our Discord, which is weird because we were in the same Boy Scout troop. You know what That's I mean? That's so like, cool. Isn't that yeah. kind of a wild thing? So yeah. anyway. But, but I, I know what you're like, talking about. I, I've like I've seen people go from non-Catholic to Catholic, and like most people have not. Most people see, only most see people the haven't. And so yeah. I've I, we've kind of I think Ethan and I have kind of seen what those conversations look like and what the mm-hmm. slow. Mm. It's a slow process. Well, mm. I remember a friend in high school. I I watched them go from not believing that the Eucharist was Jesus to believing mm-hmm. that the Eucharist was Jesus. It yes. was crazy to see. Like the, eventually, like the the biblical arguments and like the, the conversations, like we had those conversations, you had to have them over and over again, but it was because and this is where I think the toolkit really helps is that you're able to, instead of constantly having to deal with jab, 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 like it's, it's just, it's just an attack sometimes like, Oh, well Catholics mm-hmm. believe this and Protestants believe this. I actually don't care what Catholics believe and what Protestants believe. I care what Clip you it. believe. Oh Yeah. That was fun. It's just uh, this is a funny thing to be like. I don't care what Catholics believe, and then I'll just put that on Twitter every time you post something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what Catholics believe. Catholics what believe. Protestants believe. <laughs> I care what you believe, right? Like yeah, I care exactly. what you think. I care this what is you the think. problem that most people. This is most people don't understand how to have these kinds of conversations because they get so wrapped up in. It's it gets so mixed up with identity is the problem. So yeah, like, that's huge. someone yeah. so, when you when you are having a conversation about faith with someone and you're Catholic and they're not, and they're asking you questions and they have a disagreement, most people struggle because they have their own Catholic identity wrapped up in their ability to succeed at the conversation. Like Mm -hmm. I am a Catholic and I know that I'm right, but I, this person's arguments are either like beating mine or like, I can't explain myself sufficiently. And then you get emotional about it. And then you like don't make any progress with the person. And so yeah. that's why like what you just said is really important because if you can look someone in the eyes and just listen to what they're saying and talk about what they're saying instead of trying to like search your your the filing cabinets in your brain for like the correct quote from Father Mike or from whoever else about the thing that you're talking about you can have a way better conversation cuz then you can just ask questions you know and yeah. just oh, take yeah. a posture of curiosity of Oh, you don't believe like you say you think the Pope is the Antichrist? Can you tell me more about that, please? Instead of being like, nope, the Pope is a successor to the you know? And then you just because that that's not gonna this is every single conversation online I feel like goes this direction. When it should really be and in person, actually, frank frankly, because it's uh, there's too much with the emotion and not enough with like you have to distance yourself and just trust like, okay. I know all this stuff is true. I'm going to put that on a shelf for a second and I'm just going to like be here with a, with another human being and have a conversation yeah. with them instead of like when, letting my ego get threatened. When you're insecure in your Catholic faith, it's easy when someone calls you deluded to get upset about that. 
because you're yeah. kind of worried that you are to lose. Are deluded, and so yeah. you're you're gonna like you're gonna like clap back. Mm-hmm. I think I think the way that I handled my like Twitter is a great example. The way I handled myself on Twitter when I was in high school and was not mm-hmm. as sure in myself mm-hmm. of myself and my faith. I would get more upset and couldn't help but debate these people because I was so angry and upset and I wanted to dunk on them, right? But now when someone comments that I'm deluded, I just laugh because it's like, I know it's not true. Right. Or I just say no. like, I just say, you're right. I am deluded. And then just like move on. You know, it's just a <laughs> way easier. Like on on Twitter now, especially like if I like disagree with someone, I like post an opinion and they come back with all fiery and like 30 people respond to me. I'm just like, okay, I was wrong. You know, and then, <laughs> and then you just you move on, you know, and it's it's okay to 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 say that you were wrong about something or to say that you like didn't have a fully formed thought until you said something incorrectly or it's it's the same thing the problem yeah. that people have with dating is that they feel like they have to have it all right on the first try. They gotta have, they gotta know everything, they gotta do it all correct. It's like, nah man. Yeah. This is this is a, a human experience of like sharing something spiritual and ephemeral and like like you can't pin this down is the problem like the faith is is that it's faith and so you can't you can't you can there are things that you can do and frameworks that will help you be ready to accept it but at the end of the day it's like this thing that there's like a real human soul in front of you that might have various spiritual impediments to like having faith that are like you can't see and you can't grasp and you can't put words around you know and that's so you have to be okay with that. It's like, which is really hard for people because they just want to, they want to do, they want to just give them a Trent Horn thing and be like, look, done. Goodbye now. We want to appeal to an external authority, but part of, part of like accompaniment, part of evangelization, mm-hmm. part of these conversations is personal experience. Yeah. And something that I found the most powerful in these conversations is like, this is, this is something that I find extremely compelling. This argument or this Bible verse is something that I personally find very compelling. And people mm-hmm. can't argue with that in right. person. Online, they can call you a dummy and they can just move on. But if you like go to your friend, that, that this is why it's convince your friends. This presupposes friendship. You know? We I asked you about like a, forming... We should have a how to make friends toolkit that comes before this Yeah, jeez. Really? Some of y'all <laughs> <laughs> how to, how to How to make and keep friends. Um, how to win and influence. I guess that's the, that's the book, right? Um, but yeah, no, it, it's, it's, um, it presupposes friendship because there needs to be a common ground and a trust that exists there. Like if you, if you copy and paste the arguments from the convince your friends toolkit and put them on Twitter, it's not going to convert the entire website. No. Whoever sees no. the tweet, even if Elon need- Musk tweets it. Is the thing like you can? It's, it's not going to work. It, it yeah. doesn't matter if everyone on the website sees it, or it doesn't matter if like the president of J- Joe Biden's America, aka Joe Biden, gets up and says like all of these logic proof arguments, or like said like if Joe got up today and was like, "We're going over the which is always a, which is always a dice roll, by the way. Yeah, if he <laughs> if gets Joe up, gets up today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're going to be Catholic and we're going to be America. And we're all going to be in the Catholic Church together. I recognize the boy. That's such a good Joe impression. It's thank like you, he's on the you. podcast. Hi, Joe. Hello. <laughs> oh, man. So even if Joe gets up and says like an airtight, like the most bulletproof argument for Catholicism you ever heard in your life, better than anything Aquinas has ever penned, it would not matter because – it's not about exposing more people to the arguments. It's about like having real human connections and helping people receive Christ, Mm -hmm. you know? And like, you can't do that. Like we can try to help you do that with other people in your life, but like, we can't do that for you, you know, which is my favorite. Yeah. I was going to say, this is why like we're making stuff for people to help other people. Not like, like we can't really help you. You know, but like we can help you help other people or help you help yourself. It's, you know, it's it's really it's really funny how sometimes simple it is to like understand just having these conversations. The in the in the explanation for the toolkit, I talk about how to use it. Of like, sit down with your friend and be like, "This is an argument I find really compelling." 
I think that if all of these things are true, and it's a syllogism, so if you're like looking at it, it's if you're looking at it objectively, you should be able to say if all of these things are true, then the the conclusion is true. So you should you should be able to someone who is intellectually honest should be able to say like if X Y Z is true, then then mm-hmm. A is true. Um, and so like I find this argument really compelling. I think all of these things are correct. Can we go through these and you tell me which one you think? is wrong or which one you disagree with. And then you only talk about that thing because that's the only thing. Right. If it's like, if it's, if you're arguing that the new Testament is historically reliable source, they don't believe that the new Testament is historically reliable. Okay. So like you, you go through the argument, you start with, we know that the texts are authentic and they're like, I don't believe the texts are actually authentic. Stop there. It doesn't matter that Jesus Christ established the Catholic church in, in Matthew 16, 16. Because they don't believe that Matthew 16, 16 is authentic. So you need right. to go back there and not move on until, and it would be, a, it would be great if you could like, you know, hit them over the head and be like, yeah, look at all the saints, look at all the miracles, look at all this, look at all that. It doesn't matter if they don't believe the Bible is, is right. real. And so like you stop the there biggest, and you move on. The biggest apologetics mistake that most Catholics make is Eucharistic miracles. That oh, yeah. is, a, is a completely worthless and useless thing for most apologetics and evangelization conversations. Because if someone doesn't believe in God or doesn't believe in Jesus or doesn't believe in the sacraments or doesn't even know what the Eucharist is, doesn't believe in the legitimacy of the Catholic Church as an institution, doesn't believe in Scripture, doesn't believe... then why does it matter then that someone said that once the the blood reliquified on this day every day and that like... Yeah. Nobody cares. Like a person will be like, they'll file it away in the same category as like... Oh, it's crazy that the plane numbers on 9/11 added up to 9/11 or whatever. Like these like crazy coincidences <laughs> yeah. that happen in life yeah. that we all hear about or like a UFO story that like is doesn't really explainable but like I don't know, I don't really have anything to that's do with that. That's actually a right great. Now. That's a great to to a not to because that's the reality is that yeah. the um the other big hurdle with the convince your friends toolkit is that uh, the divinity of Christ is an article of faith and the legitimacy of the catholic church is an article of faith and so you mm-hmm. cannot prove it miracles are also articles of faith yeah. you can prove the reasonability of faith you cannot mm-hmm. prove an article of faith so that's what the convince your friend toolkit is it's i can i can prove to you that that it is reasonable to believe that jesus christ is god because yeah. this historically attested document documents what he said and what he did he did all these miracles. And if you do a miracle, you are approved by God. And if you, it, it would make sense. Right. Um, and then if you, uh, you know, if you say you're God and you perform miracles, that probably means that God approves, which means you're God, right? Like that's reasonability that Jesus Christ is God. But if you said that to your atheist friend, they would laugh at you. If you started yeah. there. Yes. Because you need to talk about God existing first. <laughs> right. I just, I can't, it, it drives me up the wall where people are like, if your friends don't believe in the Catholic Church, tell them about Eucharistic miracles. All right. I guess. It's 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 nice for people that already believe in God that need like a reaffirmation of it. And I'm sure that there have been plenty of people that have that has been the thing that has, uh, you know, convicted them. Well, you hear it all the time the- with like scientists who test the blood right. and all that stuff. But it's like right. they're experiencing the miracle. You're you're yes. hearing about it. They're hearing about it from you who heard about it from somebody else. Like it's too right. far removed. It's basically a- the Bible at that point. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And there's just so many better ways. Like you, mm-hmm. you going and like giving food to a homeless guy is going to be a more powerful witness than a, than telling someone about a Eucharistic miracle. You know what I mean? Like do like living the works of mercy and like being a charitable person and like striving for virtue will be more of a witness than like sending someone an article about like a, a crazy thing that happened. Or I'll do you one better. I'll do you one better. Tell me now, man, you, you loving them despite the fact that they (gasps) disagree with you. Whoa. Is, is, is proof. It's very hard to love someone who is constantly degrading your faith. Something that you care a lot about. Yeah. I do remember one time, I do remember one time I was having a, a deep heart to heart with my buddy who was an atheist. Uh, he was mm-hmm. an atheist, super lefty when we were in high school. And because I was Cringe. young, I was super right wing and yeah. super Catholic. And so we were kind of the polar opposite. Our lunch table hated us. 
sure. to constantly go on these just screens. Just so annoying. Right? Yeah. It's awful. And one day, like we were, we were talking in the, uh, in, in his car, we we're like driving back from skipping class <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> and, um, I had a troubled childhood and he asked me, he was like, can, can I like ask you something without anybody else around? You don't have to like tell anybody ever. I was like, sure. And he's like, why are you Christian? Like, why are you Catholic? Of all the things, like why cat, why Catholicism? I think at first I asked him, like, if you had to be a religion, what would you be? And he like laughed at me. And he was like, why are you Christian? Like, let me, let me ask you this. Like, why are you Christian? And I was like, I, I, I kind of distilled it down to like, if the incarnation, death and resurrection of Jesus Christ happened, then the entire world is different. Like th- it's the only thing that matters. If it's true, then it's the only thing that matters. And I was able to get him to agree to that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, if it happened, then it's all different. And so now all he has to do is find someone to prove that it happened. And then right. that means he has to be Christian. I remember like his, his, like his tenor changed. Like I actually witnessed a conversion in him. Mm-hmm. I'm all about the scare quotes today. I like a conversion of like an accepting of he was so closed off. He was so closed off to it. But that like that conversation after over and over and over again, it just moved him a little bit closer. And like that's oftentimes that's going to be your role of your role is just moving this person from I don't actually know anything about God. And then they move into actually, I kind of want to get baptized. Like I actually think that might be something mm-hmm. that I should like I kind of do want to give myself to Jesus and like let Jesus heal me in this way. Um that's a transformation I've seen too. That one took like a day. That was an interesting one. Hmm. I've told you that story before, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I had a retreat when I was a youth minister in Newcastle. So the Lord was working in mm-hmm. in those kids. My one of the girls, Mia, brought like all of the she was responsible for half of the youth group, probably 75% yes. of the youth group. And she's like this little mousy kid who brought everybody in. And she brought two non-Catholic friends on a retreat of 10 people, including those kids. And they both, by the end of it, were like, I want to become Catholic. It was so cool. Like, and it was all because of Mia, right? Like these conversations mm-hmm. that she had with these girls about a her quirked up white girl who's goaded with the sauce. She is, Mia is goaded with the sauce now. It, it is, oof, she's, a, she's a great person. Um, but, but yeah, and then one of them came into the church. Uh, the other one ended up not going into the church, unfortunately, uh-huh. which was sad. They're but she's on her journey. But yeah, one of them came. We got confirmed. Um, yeah, it was because of conversations that she had with her friends. And you, you can too. Yeah, that's the nice thing. I, I, I we, we can wrap up. I think this is good because it's, it's a good reminder to everybody of like why we're here. You know, sometimes we're just like you and me. We're just talking about stuff. You know that like we find interesting. We're just, you know. Yeah, but like at the end of the day, the whole orientation like stuff, of my stuff life, that stuff that's interesting. I would never mind. I was gonna make a joke. You keep talking. But the whole orientation of Patrick's life, my life is like we want our families to be Catholic. We want our friends to be Catholic. We want everyone we know to experience the fullness of the truth. And so it makes sense that this podcast would be an extension of like the way that we're living the rest of our lives, and not just like for the hee hees and the ha has. Although we're gonna have a lot of those too. I think. I think, um, I mean, we could we you imagine if we taught a class, dude, so funny, dude. Oh, sign me up. Immediately. It's, it's going to be, first of all, we, we're going to, we're going to do like a, we're going to do like a test. We're going to have, we're going to get a lot of feedback. So if you want to be a part of the feedback let for us the know. course, if, let us know bits.ly slash crunch discord, it'll open there first. And then, yeah, um, yeah. but I'm, I'm excited because we're going to, uh, we're going like, to get a lot of feedback and I'm excited to like, because we're going to get a lot of feedback, we're going to know exactly what we need to put in the course. And so I think Ethan and I are going to travel to be with yes. one another. We're going to be in the same place. We're going to be together. in the same place to record the, uh, record yeah. the course. And so we're going to rent out the, uh, uh the, the creator studio in Apparently town. We're renting and yeah, there's we a get, creator studio in town. Can we get like a box of fruit snacks so I can keep my blood sugar up the whole time? Yeah. Oh yeah. We're going to have craft services, oh. craft <laughs> mac and cheese. Uh huh. It's craft services. services is just going to be, I got some snacks from Aldi and we're going to eat them. <laughs> Phoebe drops off a bag of grilled cheese for us to eat. <laughs> like a messy brown paper bag of grilled cheese. Yeah. Oh man. No, we're gonna we're gonna record the course. It's gonna be so fun. I don't know. I don't fun. know how like much video content it's gonna be, but we want to like put resources in it. I'm so. Oh, excited, it's gonna be man. all video all the time, baby. Why because wouldn't we people, do a video? People like we we did. We had a thousand people. We had a thousand people 
answer a poll that I did a couple of months ago. I didn't even think about it until like a couple, couple of months, a couple, like a couple of weeks ago. Um, a thousand people answered and I asked them if they would, they would watch a course from us. And like 25 per 250 people said they would pay for a course by us. Yes. And I was not expecting that. No, um, I, th- I think we've been blown away by everything. I'm going to check the phone again. I'm going to, I'm going to refresh the casino wheel. Check the and phone see, and see if we're any, any further along. Here we go. Ready? Yep. Another two bucks just rolled in. Ding, ding, ding. Which is like, go, which is like another, which is like another five downloads. So like that means probably four people downloaded it for free and one person paid us $2. So it's like, yeah, this is great. You know, I, it's, it's a very, very exciting time to be a part of the Crunch Catholic Podcast. And we love you guys. And we love God. Thanks so much. And God loves you now. And also, I love you. And also, I will call you at night and I'll tell you goodnight. And I'll say I love you, man. Patrick, that can be a part of the courses that we call them and we tell them goodnight. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. What do you think? I think that's a great idea. Okay, we'll trade off nights. So pick which day you want. Do you want me on odds or evens? Let me know. Patrick, do you have anything <laughs> else for the people? Just know that in your life, you'll do things greater than dating the boy on the football team. But Taylor Swift won't. I thought about that on the way over. People haven't been making that joke. I know. She's so cringe and we haven't really. She wrote the song it. 15 about how her friend dated a guy on a football team and it was bad. Yeah, and now she's dating the boy on the football team. She, now she's cheer captain, and I'm on now, the Patriots. <laughs> someone has made that joke, surely. Someone's made that joke, but I haven't heard the I haven't heard the joke about fifteen yet. I'm, mm. I'm thinking about making it. Okay. Because when you're fifteen, somebody, somebody tells you to podcast. <laughs> alright thank you all for listening please pray for us always pray for you and we'll see you all next time bye bye everybody everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.